ओम नमो नारायणाय नमस्ते मेरा नाम प्रमानदास पगात है और मैं वैष्णव स्वामी नारायण संप्रदाय हूँ I'm attempting to learn Hindi. It's a challenge, bit by bit. Welcome. Before we go any farther, let's chant the Gayatri mantra. Om Bhava Svaha Tatsavita Varenyam Bago Dimahidyo Nonaf Prachodayat. Now, I'd like to read something to you from the book Living Dharma by Sri Dharma Pravatarka Acharya. A spirituality that is not practiced is a spirituality that is better left alone. Only a living spirituality has true meaning. Practice spirituality every moment of your life. Jai Shri Krishna. Amen. Whatever. That is totally true. I remember growing up, I would talk to Christians who went to church on Easter and Christmas, prayed when they needed something, like to win the lottery. And that was it. And then I'd meet others, uh, Jewish friends, who were at synagogue every weekend or numerous times a week. My boss uh, participates in his synagogue many times during the week, not even just for holy holidays. And it just always struck me how you could basically barely go to church and yet consider yourself as fully committed as someone who is in a church numerous times a week before work, getting up early. For me, I never could say, yeah, it both kind of works at the end of the day. For me, I always felt like I had I had to be committed, I had to do it. And when I wasn't committed, I didn't, I didn't waste my time. I want to go all in because it's when you go all in that you get a big experience. I just feel like if you go to church on Easter and Christmas, you're just not really getting the message of Jesus. Or you're only getting one message, you're not getting more. So I, I'm one of those who's like, you do it every day. Like Sri Acharya says, do it every day. It, it's something. So I want to talk today about life hack and having time to do everything. This religious rant actually is totally relevant to the life hack I want to share with you today. And this uh, show came up really randomly this morning, I decided I would do this because I had two conversations with two separate people on two separate topics. On each one of them, I ended up mentioning my own personal time management. And then I'm sitting in bed last night reading something from Avatar of Krishna, Swami Narayan. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I thought this was my secret. I thought this life hack was just me. This is a guy speaking and writing 200 plus years ago in India in the early 1800s. And he, he, he has it. He was like, oh, my gosh, I was a little deflated. But at the same time, I was just like, oh, this is this is wonderful because the teacher, the guru, 
the avatar Swami Narayan, Sri Swami Narayan, whose religious group I have allied myself with over and over. I keep reading stuff from him and going, oh, I agree. Oh, I agree. Oh, my God. It's like, wow, why? Why weren't you in my life years ago? Because I keep you keep telling me things and that I are, are so close and familiar. Yes, that's 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 my plug that you should check him out. Maybe he'll be familiar for you. Anyways, here is the quote that I was reading from him. And it's actually, I need a desk here for all my, my stuff tucked away in the magic cabinet. Hang on one second. Uh, it's actually a quote from this huge book called the Vachanamrut, which is pretty huge. But it's the discourses of Sri Bhagavan. Swami Narayan, and it is his teachings over about a 10-year period, and it's just rich, rich in so much. You name it, it's here, and it's, it's the essence of the Vedas. If you're interested in the Vedas, if you're interested in Hinduism, this is a, a really beautiful, amazing book, and uh, there's a couple versions of it out there. If you want to get a hold of a good version, reach out to me and I'll talk to my contacts and we'll hook you up with one. Uh, it's, it's really, really beautiful. Though there's another book that I recommend. It's much smaller and it's the handbook. So it's sort of the guidebook. And, and this is what I was actually reading last night and what I'm going to read from today. And this tells all about India at the time that these discourses were given and, and just everything. So this is a great introduction that actually if this is all you want, you just want an introduction to this teacher and some of his teachings in the world he lived in, this is really good. Anyways, I was reading last night something. I'm doing this with one hand, so let me put the microphone down for a second. <laughs> Here we go. I was reading some of the ideas that are found in this Vachamru by Swami Narayan. And one of the ideas that this book covers is on constant endeavor. And it says, in any endeavor in life, constant effort is the key to success. Maharaj talks about the importance of offering uninterrupted worship to God. He says, if one engages in worldly activities at one time and then tries to do worship at another time, then he will not be able to establish a constant rapport with God. For this, constant effort is desirable. Mahanaj gives the example, or excuse me, the analogy of pouring a pot full of water irregularly into one place to create a pool of water. Maharaj said, consider, for example, a pot that is filled with water and emptied somewhere. If another pot of water is subsequently emptied at the same place or on the following day after that, the water will evaporate and thus a pool of water will not collect there. On the other hand, if a trickle of water were to flow continuously, a large pool of water would soon be formed. And I read that and went, Oh my gosh, that's just what I told my friends the other day. So this is from Gadhada 1, 
number 23, if you should want to look it up. Basically, if you do something once, and then some time goes by, maybe the time between Easter and Christmas, and then you do something again, you're not going to have success. But if you do something every day, like my Jewish boss who goes to synagogue multiple times a week, you're going to find success. That's my life hack. That's it. We're done. <laughs> no, let me let me re talk um, rephrase the conversations I had with folks and bring this down to earth out of theology, uh, the clouds for a minute. So I have a friend of mine who wants to write a book. She's been working on it for years, as far as I know. And I gave her something I have written. Now I've written a lot of books and I have done blogs and podcasts and theater and all sorts of things and music and stuff in my life. And she was like, how do you find the time? And I'm like, yeah, I just do. And she's like, well, you're really driven to do these things. And I'm like, no, not, not really. I don't see it as being driven. And she's like, oh, no, no, you are. I'm like, no, I do these things because I must create. I write stuff that no one will ever see, deliberately knowing no one will ever see it because I'm just writing just for the sake of putting some feeling out of me onto paper. It is what I have to do to live. I listen to music because I have to. I love music. I can't go too many days without listening to something. I, I'm not driven. It's just my natural inclination, kind of like you have to eat or I have to eat. I'm not driven to eat. I just do it. It's the same thing. And, she, and she's like, okay. And, and she didn't quite get that. Um, but she's like, well, you know, you, you must have a lot of time. And I'm like, no, I, I don't have a lot of time. I actually have to turn activities down because my time is so tight. But I said to her, I do things in little, little bits and pieces. Like I might write for five minutes before work. I don't sit like Stephen King and write for four hours a day. I wish I could. I would do anything to be able to have that world of where I'm a full-time writer, but I don't. I write for five minutes here. I write for 15 minutes there. I write for a little bit here. And then eventually I, I get a book done. Now, I was talking to another friend of mine. I was working with him on something, and... I said, oh, I'll get it to you. I'll get it to you. And eventually I did. And I said, I'm slow and steady. I tap away. I know if I wrote this, but I was thinking it. I tap away like a sculptor. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. A sculptor doesn't build uh, or create uh, a monument in a day. They don't carve out a stone, a complete beautiful face in a day. It takes them a lot of time. Tap, tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap. And then they and then they get it. Anyone watch Doctor Who? I love Doctor Who, been my fan of Doctor Who since I was a boy. Um, the episode with Peter Capaldi where he's trapped in the uh castle that doors are opening and things or whatever, and he eventually discovers that he's in sort of this bubble of time, and at the end of the bubble he punches this this crystal wall. And he ends up in this episode living, uh, what is it, four million lives or something. And each lives punches that crystal wall, punches that crystal wall. And it, it just shatters an inch and an inch and then a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. 
but eventually at the end of it, he hits it and it's there's no more wall left and it just breaks and he ends up being freed from this time bubble. I love that episode. It's one of my favorites and I love Peter Capaldi. And I, I showed it to a friend and she was like, yeah, that's kind of cliched. But that image at the end says so much and is a lesson to all of us how he just breaks this impossible to break crystal wall by just a little bit here, an inch, an inch, an inch, an inch, an inch, an inch. And eventually he's broken a foot and then he breaks free. That's how I do things. That's my life hack. That's it. I do things a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And then I get stuff done. If I'm writing a story and I have an idea for something, I don't sit in for four hours and draft the whole thing over. Nope. I just go in and I plug in a little paragraph and that's all all right. Might be that one paragraph. It might not flow with anything before or after it, but that's okay. The idea is out of here and on the paper. And then later, when I have more time, I'll sit and I'll work with a little bit of the uh, paragraph and make it work. But I just had that and that's it. And that's a lot more than someone who isn't writing at all. So if I do a paragraph a day, well, that's a page. And a page can do a lot. So that's my life hack. I work a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And if you are busy like me, and most of us, I think, who are pretty creative sorts and have uh, a partner or things we do in a job, we, we get pretty busy pretty fast. And then we go, oh, I'm overwhelmed. I can't do it. Well, you don't have to sit for four hours and work on stuff. You do a little bit. You do a little bit. You do a little bit. Now, there is two other things with this. One is, um, so my coworker, she says to me, well, I have to have absolute peace and quiet and be in the right moment when I write. And it can be hard to get that. Maybe you have to change your circumstances a little bit. Because if you have to search for peace and quiet and you never have it, then you're never going to accomplish your project. Now, I worked in a newsroom for three years, so I'm pretty easy writing with sounds around me. And I used, grew up living in coffee houses in Seattle, and I'd go and write. And noises don't bother me. I sit next to a Xerox machine at work, and it can run 300 million copies a day, and I literally won't hear it. I, I'm pretty good zoning sounds out. And so I can write anywhere. I can be in the grocery store, and I'll pull out my phone and be like, add this paragraph, blah, 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 blah. So I'm equipped mentally to create whenever the moment strikes. Maybe you have to tweak how you create because maybe you've established a situation which is impossible to create. Thus, you'll never get around to creating. So maybe you do need to re-examine how you create. If you require a certain room in your house and a certain pencil and a certain pen, if you can't, you may have created too many hurdles. And when you create too many hurdles, things don't work. My dad likes to draw, but he doesn't draw so much because he's literally said, well, I got to get the paper out and then I got to get the pens out and then I got to clear the table and I don't get anything done. Whereas I talked to my mother-in-law, who is a professional painter, uh, Liz Roper and Kenny Bunk, Maine, and she has her easels. I think she has two of them and she can pull out her paint at any point and just go for it. And I said to my dad, that's what you, you need to be like, Liz. You need to maybe have a tray, and on the tray is your pens, your eraser, um, your notepad or whatever. And, and all you do is you just lift the tray up, and you just move it to where you want to work. You could keep it downstairs in the spare bedroom if you want, or someplace where it's not going to be disturbed, and just lift it up, and then you work. 
it's so much easier. I like wood burning. I have done hardly any of it. I have a kit sitting right behind me on a shelf. Well, if you see what my uh, bookshelf looks like, it's cluttered. Well, you should see the table. We have a dining room table that we never use because we just have such a small apartment. It's cluttered. For me to pull out the wood burning kit would take 10 minutes of setup. And then I have to be aware of the caps. So I don't do it. And I hate that sometimes because I would really like to do it, but it's hard to assemble. And I never do it because of that. I've created my own challenge and I know that, but I'm also busy in doing other things. So it's just, I, I've, I've been willing to confess, hey, I don't do wood burning like I wish I did. Uh, and that's just what, whatever it is. And I'm doing other things and I'm kind of sort of fine with that. I have to accept the fact that I've created my own hurdle. If I had a house and we would love to have a house in the mountains someday, I would have a little room and my wood burning kit would just be there. I would never mess with it. And then I could just jump in and brr, do a little work. It'd be so cool. I don't have that option now. So I, I do what I can do. So maybe you have to tweak how you work. Now, one more point. I said there was two points. And this goes to what Swami Ryan said. And it actually relays to what I said in the beginning about people who go to church once a year or twice a year. You have to do it steady. So you do it in increments, little tap, 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 like the sculpture. You tap away, tap away. But you have to do that constantly. Uh, today is, uh, let's see, February 25th. I can do five minutes today of writing. That's fine. But if I don't do five minutes again till March 25th, that doesn't work. I need to do what's well, Saturday. I need to tap away sometime before next Saturday. And then after that, I need to tap away in the next Saturday. I have to find five minutes a week. I find that when I do stuff once in a while, it doesn't happen. It doesn't get completed. Because my mind isn't focused on it. And then every time I go to it, I have to kind of refocus my mind. And it's like if you're reading a novel and or here, got this book right here. Let's say I'm reading this and it's a novel and there's an interesting story and I put it down and I'm halfway through and I, I said, oh, I just need a break. And I don't pick it up for a year. Am I going to remember everything that happened before this? <laughs> probably not. I'm probably going to have to start over. Well, that's what happens when you take a break and you don't work for another month. You lose that connection. So when I'm actively writing something that I want to see end, I will work on it five minutes here, five minutes there, five minutes every day if need be. And what happens is my mind has always got that in the back of my head and that creativity flows oh my god i can't tell you how creativity just goes blah, blah, blah. It, i'll be in a shower and i'll have a whole scene and something i'm writing that'll just go crazy because my mind is actively engaged in it so even when i'm not doing that five minutes it's still back there forming ideas and creating and, and i'll be walking to work and i've done this so many times and i'll be like oh i just figured out a solution to this dilemma in the story and i'll get the voice recorder on my phone and i'll go blah 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 blah, blah. And I'll come home and I'll write. It's great. But when I have something that I only visit every six months, my mind isn't doing that. So I'll sit and look at something and go, I don't know what to say. I got writer's block. Oh, this is horrible. Oh, God, maybe I've messed up. Maybe I'm right. Because the writing isn't there. 
and I think that's what my coworker faces. She doesn't write on something for months at a time, and then she's like, oh, this is such a struggle. Like, yeah, because your brain's not focused on it. Yet, if I turned her and said, well, what do you do at work? When you're working on a client, do you put the client off for months and months and months? No, you stay on that client, partly to get paid, because we charge after the fact, but also you're working on that document. You're working on their uh, tax return. You're working on their estate stuff, which is, this is what I do at work, is estate work and records management in a law firm. So she'll be working on something and, and, and I'll be like, okay, you're involved in this. You know the person's problem. You're, you remember. If you set it aside for a year, you're not going to remember what their situation is. You, you can't do that. And then you're going to be overwhelmed with paperwork and stuff and backlog and, oh, we missed deadlines. You work on it steady. Well, the same thing you got to do. Same thing you got to do with your art. You got to work on it steady. Maybe it feels like a job, but eh, if it's important to you, it's not work, it's play. So these people who, let's say, go to church for Easter and Christmas, and I use them as an example because we kind of all know those folks. Maybe you are one of them. Do you feel God throughout the rest of the year? Do you feel a connection? Or do you have to kind of create a connection? Or is really there is no connection? It's just habit? Everyone I know who only goes to church twice a year eventually stops going to church because they don't feel it. They really don't have it. You don't have a relationship to God where God is speaking to you. Because you can't carry on a friendship if you only speak to someone once a year or twice a year. So that is my life hack. I've said a bunch of stuff here. Hopefully it makes sense, though. There's two techniques, three techniques. You got to work incrementally, little bit, little bit, little bit. You got to create a situation where you can work. Don't create hurdles for yourself. And two, you have to constantly be doing it. You can't do it once in a while. You have to always do it. You have to build it up. And and the last thing I just said is the best summary of that. You can't have a friendship if you only talk to someone once a year. You have to be communicating regularly. That's the way life is. You can't connect to God if you only visit God's temple twice a year. You can't finish an art project if you only do it once in a while. I know a woman who wanted to write a novel. She was so inspired. So, But she only had the first paragraph, but she was going to write the second one when she got inspired again. And last I knew, that was like 15 years ago or 13 years ago. We'll give her the benefit of the doubt. She still hasn't written anything because she's waiting for the inspiration to strike. Really? That's a long time to wait. Because there's no inspiration that's going to strike. Because your mind's not actively thinking about this and not actually scoping out and, and creating things. Inspiration doesn't strike. Inspiration happens because your mind is working on stuff. Anyways, that's my life hack. I was kind of excited to see my religious tradition mention this life hack. You have to build slowly. I'm like, oh my gosh, you blew my secret out of the water. But I guess it wasn't a secret. I guess, I don't know. I guess I just found this early on. Why don't you let me know? What do you do? What do you think? What's your life hack? What do you do when you don't have enough time? Would love to know down in the comments below. So that being said, if you'd like to know some of the writings that I do, I am a prolific writer. Uh, and a lot of them, except for those under an assumed name, can be found on my website. The link is down below. There might be something there you might find interesting. A lot of it's related to music. You see the bass behind my head. And uh, 
check that out. Also, check out the other videos on this channel where I talk about things like this or religious stuff or current events. And uh, every weekend, just about, I do a live stream. And also, I'm reading the old scriptures because you read these old scriptures written 200 years ago, like the book I've been sharing today, or maybe 5,000 years ago, like the Vedas, and they're still relevant. Life doesn't change that much. Humans, we don't change that much. It's kind of mind-boggling. It's kind of sad, too. It's like, wow, we've gone 200 years and still using the same life hacks. <laughs> oh, well. Anyways, I thank you very much for watching. I do want to say one more comment before I let you all go. I'm looking for suggestions for a new microphone. This is a toner, and um, it doesn't look so hot, and I don't really like it. Uh, I'm not really happy with the way it works, um, and I'm just looking to upgrade a little bit. If any of you have suggestions for something fairly affordable, I'm not going to be spending hundreds of dollars. I'm not making any money on this channel, so I do want to keep it cheap, but this is this is, this is too cheap. And, and even when I put the black thing on it wherever that vanished to um i i just i just don't like it so if anyone has any suggestions that i can upgrade the technology with i would really appreciate that at some point i may also upgrade the video um but this i'm happy with this for the time being so that being said um look forward to comments questions thoughts anything down below subscribe like do all that crazy stuff that we do and you can catch this show here on youtube live and then I upload it all to BitChute, Anchor Podcast, and Spotify. With that, I'm going to say thank you for watching. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Jai Shri Krishna, Jai Shri Swami Narayan. Good luck in your projects.